Sakpasay guys, um, welcome back to another episode of Zoview. Before we get it started, I just wanted you guys to know that this is something we've been wanting to announce or it was in the planning stage for a while. We are officially having our first Zoview podcast live show. We're having our first Zoview podcast live show February 23rd in Orlando, Florida. We're going to um, drop the, the flyer soon. It might be out by the time this episode air, of course. Um, I just hope you guys could come out and support. Once again, you hear it here first. We're having our first Zoview podcast live show. I hope you guys could come come and support and everything. And um, that's really all I got to say. I just wanted to say that at the beginning. Probably talk about it then, of course. But um, enjoy the show. Thanks. Sakpase, Sakpase listeners, welcome back to another episode of Zoview. I'm your co-ho- co-host, Bo. Marianne's not here today, but you know, that's her starting the New Year's off, right? Her Starting the New Year's herself. When she hears this, she's going to have something to say, but it's all good. Um, I have a guest here today, and her, she's going to introduce herself right now. It's okay. I know you don't know my name. <laughs> my name is Esther Charleston, uh, founder of Channel My Lupus. Okay. Hello, Esther. The reason why I don't, I want the listeners to know, okay. it's not that I didn't no know your excuses. name. I just picked up a stranger and have the podcast. It's just that you're a Marianne guest. Okay. That's fine. And it's not that I didn't know who you are, it's just that, you know, you're more of a Marianne friend than I am. So I'm like, okay, it's, this is good. Okay. Because now I could get, you know, I get to ask you shit that I don't know nothing about. Starting the year, cop don't please that shit. <laughs> what, please, yo, we're not we're not doing this. Let's keep the mic away from you, sir. We have somebody in the background that's just whispering. Don't mind him, listeners. So, <laughs> sorry. Go uh, ahead. You say you're a founder of what again? Channel My Lupus. Um, yeah, we're just gonna get straight into it. What is Channel My Lupus? Um, it's basically a platform to spread awareness. Lupus awareness. Yeah. So the main focus is lupus awareness um, because people get. I guess confused as to what it is and how it is, and they you know only see like the celebrities and Selena Gomez and Tony Braxton, you know, and they see them and they look okay, but they got money. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't feel okay, but they feel like they have to be what the image is already of lupus. It's kind of like it's an invisible disease. It's like where your immune system fights itself because you know your immune system's down, and then you don't know what's good, what's bad. You said it's like your 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 system fighting itself. Yeah. So what is? I I don't know what it is. I'm gonna be honest with you. So you you gotta dumb it down to me, like I'm okay. I'm gonna dumb it down grader. for you. Okay. So it's like an autoimmune disease, right? Uh-huh. So it's basically like your heart and mm-hmm. your lungs don't know that they work for the same team. So instead, your immune system is put there to fight off the bad that comes from the outside, mm-hmm. right? But instead, it sees your major organs as the outside and fights your organs versus fighting off the bad. Okay. It fights off everything, okay. the good and the bad. And you confused still? Yeah. So giving me wait, good look. It, it fights off the good and the bad, so where does lupus, like, how does, I'm confused, where does it create lupus? Well, there is no actual, oh my gosh, how did you get lupus and... 
a known reason how to get lupus. Uh-huh. But a lot of people have like certain symptoms. And as soon as you get like into a really bad stage, you're able to be diagnosed with it. Because mm-hmm. like, for instance, um, I wasn't diagnosed for what? Two years, mm-hmm. my face started doing all this extra stuff. I started it, getting. This is audio, so for the listeners that don't know, what is extra stuff? Okay, I started getting rashes on my face. Okay. Okay, so like my skin was opening up, mm-hmm. so it was almost looking like it was bleeding, okay. um, sort of, kind of. And then it started doing rashes on my chest, and then rashes on my back, mm-hmm. rashes on my like everywhere, just everywhere. Gotcha. And so then like, I didn't know what it was. Everywhere? Literally, even your privates. Everywhere, yes, okay, okay, yes. Okay. And so it was a weird, but it was like, you know, my dad, he's Haitian. So he's thinking, like, I have HIV or something. Because your white blood cell count goes up mm-hmm. when you're like. Um, How, so when were you first diagnosed? When was this? Uh, January 7th, 2014. So how old, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm young. I'm just okay. playing. I'm, I'm 29. Okay, so there was no signs of it before then? No. At all, Mm-mm. it's just some shit. It's just boom. I'm here. Boom. At the time, I was working two jobs. I was in school, so it was like maybe because of my health, health wise, I wasn't taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't really eating. I was just kind of like making, working. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. One. After Literally, the other. I'm having a text conversation right now with one of my co- old coworkers about how she worked at the job I used to work at still, and then she has another job, and she has kids, and I'm like, yo, you can't can't you got to make time for yourself and you i mean i'm sure she's making time for a kid i would hope but you're important as well and i always think of shit like that. i'm like yo what if like you know god forbid i mean you, i don't you, know you I need you need you at the end of the day you do need you and i feel like it's important to take care of yourself mm-hmm. but i just feel like you really have to be in a headspace like for instance when i got sick there was nothing i can do to go back you mm-hmm. know because i had got a um a blood clot and I was at work, and I just kept fainting. I just kept fainting, and I was like, you know, like in the middle of the shift. Yeah, yeah. And I was maintenance at Polo mm-hmm. because you know that was their promotion. So I was just like, oh, I'll take the job. Okay. I clean at home. But um, I was in the lobby or the break area, and I just couldn't stand up, so I kept laying down. And I guess I went to sleep for like an hour. Somebody came by and said, Yeah, you. my manager, uh-huh. the the manager of the actual um, store. Uh-huh. He was tapping on me. He was like. Esther and I was like yes he was like are you okay and I was like yeah because he knows I work mm-hmm. and I work till everything gets done and I get out because I have to get to my next job uh-huh. so he knew something was wrong and then I just started throwing up so then they were going to call an ambulance and I was like you can call an ambulance because I keep going to sleep are you crazy <laughs> this is in the middle of one shift yeah okay. so I was like are you crazy I'm like nah I'm not doing this with y'all I'll drive to the hospital myself yeah that's the Haitian of you yeah, yeah who gonna yeah. pay a thousand dollar ambulance yeah, that's, fee that'd be the first thing if, yo, that people though that'd be the first thing they think about which I truly understand I truly do it doesn't make no sense but it's like yo it's, it's also wild to be like that. I wasn't dead. So at the end of the day, I drove myself to the hospital. And when I and got there. Some people that's dead, they'll still be like, yo, what the fuck? If they could rise up, real like, yo, what the fuck you doing calling the hospital, calling the ambulance? I mean, I think they'd be grateful if they lived. Of course. But I'm just saying, you know how in the movies, if like He's so, the dead ahead. could like, you know, come up as a ghost real quick and be like, yo, you really didn't call the ambulance? Maybe for my funeral. I'll be at my funeral like, is she in the building? Somebody get her off stage now. <laughs> like that, yeah. Sorry. Okay, so... 2014, boom, it just happened out of nowhere. Was blood clot was 2013. Clot. Okay. Um, and then when I was in the hospital, because, 
Like, by the time I got to the hospital, they were like, oh, you have a blood clot. And I was like, oh, okay, well, what, what do we do? Because I got to be at work tonight, 11 That's to 7, crazy. okay? Yeah. And so he was like, I'm happy that you want to go back to work, but you won't be going to work tonight. I was like, well, what if I refuse to stay here? He's like, then you'll die. And I was like, okay, so I'm staying here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, how many days? And I was in the hospital for, like, two weeks because they had to keep giving me, like, um, blood thinners because mm -hmm. I had, like, clots all over my lungs, yeah, so then it's just like, like it's those one blood, symptom after that, the next. Okay, listeners, we're starting off strong. It's not because, one, I don't care. I love to start off strong, but I was really excited to know about this because, one, I know nothing. Okay. And I'm not even in the medical field. It's not like I know the basics. And, you know, I'm 27. So in the past five years, I've been in a journey of, like, um, knowing my family history, medical history. As in, like, I ask around. What I've learned is that nobody goes to the doctor. Nobody. 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 They they in pain. I be telling like you know, just to go off real, real quick. Like, um, there's certain family members they just have body aches, and I be telling them like, yo, you gotta work out. You gotta move around. You can't just sit there. Gotta move around. You gotta stretch. Like I do yoga often. What? Sorry, I, it's weird when a man says that. Go ahead. What? What, how's, what is? No, that? continue, continue, continue. No, I'm no, sorry. No, I'm so weird about that. Oh my goodness. What's so weird about that? A, a lot of men yoga? don't want to do yoga. Oh, I, let's be honest, it is. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I do yoga. I do yoga at least twice a week, at least minimum. Okay. Because if I don't do it, it affects me. That's how bad it is. Like it affects my mental. Like it affects my week. So I'm a visual person, and it's mm. really hurting me right now. And For I really don't want to ask, yoga? but I am. Uh -huh. So do you wear one of the straps? Because I want to. Like, how do you? People wear straps like, during yoga. I mean, I would expect a man to because. What's what? What you mean a strap? What you mean by that? Because you wouldn't want to be hanging everywhere. What do like, you mean by in different everywhere? positions when you're doing like yoga positions, like the downward dog, or uh -huh. what do like, you mean hanging everywhere? Your junk. Oh, that. Your parts. No, I mean, I just wear. I mean, it's not like I'm wearing a little tart. I'm not wearing nothing like that. I'm just wearing regular. I wear like I do wear a tighter. I'm sorry, tighter. A smaller shorts than what I'm wearing now, just for comfortability. Oh. But um, I'm not really, you know, I wear um, compressor shorts. She said a strap. And it's crazy. <laughs> I, when you said a strap, I'm like, yo, do you mean like, I'm thinking like, you know, lesbians wearing straps. Oh, wow. No. So I wasn't like sure. Like a jock strap. I should have just said that. No, no. no. I, I, I don't strap. wear that. I don't wear okay. that. So, yeah, that's really what I wear most of the time. But um, all I need is my yoga mat. I'm good to go. Oh, Yoga right. mat. Okay. Give me at least 30 minutes. But, um. Yeah, so I was going on the journey to figure out what um, my family history was, and I figured out nobody knows nothing. So, in a way, one of the things that I've done is just, like, you know, change my life around and, like, sit there, put in my body, like, because I think that's, like, 80% of what... It's, like, basically, if I could control that, even though there's certain shit I can't control, mm -hmm. if I could control that, I'm doing my best to control it, and it's been a life journey. It's been difficult, but I've gotten better as time goes on so there's nothing you could have done to stop it or like the what is blood clot hmm? in a way like is it something you could it's a see blockage. is it something you can see or is it something like physically see or it's not no you can't okay. physically see it okay it's just certain symptoms for it you know what i'm thinking about i could i can't help but think like yo back then when there's no science to kind of tell you you have like blood clot and people just dying all that shit could be part of like you know you watch certain old movies and then they be like Nick okay let's think about like okay the Caribbeans even the Caribbeans now 
we we Caribbean here, but like, there's not. I, I'm not gonna shit on the doctors there, but I'm sure overall the let's say let's speak on Haiti because we're Haitian here. I'm sure a lot of 99 of Haitians are not familiar with blood clot in Haiti. I'm gonna assume that, and I'm just thinking of like people dying. They automatically thinking it's voodoo or it's AIDS. Oh. That's all I'm thinking about. And like even back then, like think about fifty, hundred years ago. Let's say somebody died, dropped dead and died. It's not that, you know, there was spirits or anything like that. It could have been blood clot. Like I like watching older movies that I can't help but think about things like that. Like makes sense. Yo, so and so died, you know, people were like, Oh, it's bad spirit in the food or it's this and that. Nigga could have just had like blood clot. Yeah. Nigga could have just had diabetes and nigga fell knew. asleep, never woke up again. Yeah, niggas could like yo, I really be th- think about it, bro. <laughs> think about it. Even yeah. back like when the like I watch like Salem movies type shit, like they be talking about witchcraft and shit. Like yo, sometimes the nigga died because he had AIDS, <laughs> or the nigga, you know, feel me? The nigga died because he had cancer. We just didn't know what cancer was at the time. That's just my logic. I okay, be, I mean, I like these conspiracy theories. You call them conspiracy theories? Yeah, oh, yeah. uh-huh. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, now back to, um, okay, hospital. 2013 hospital now. Yeah. What's next? What happens well, next? Well, first it was dermatologist first mm-hmm. because I kept seeing the skin stuff. Everyone's like, go see a skin doctor. So went to the skin doctor. They kept giving me like creams and stuff to put on my skin and it just kept Okay, burning. so you didn't go to a specialist. You just went to the hospital. I went to the hospital first. Okay. And then once I went to the hospital, because it was burning, like almost the, felt like it was burning. The rashes and stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. So then they sent me to a dermatologist. Went to a the dermatologist. They gave me creams that made it worse. Mm-hmm. So it was like just opening up even more. Like I was seeing the white inside of my skin. So then it was just like <sighs> after that. So it, was that, like, it looked like third degree burn or something. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, they can't see it, but I have some now. Sorry. Okay. Oh, you're about to show me? All yeah. right, listen. She showed me like her back burn. Wow. I mean, but this is it getting better. This is it getting better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that scar looked like, and it's been there for, well, do do they like appear and then like... Disappear. Disappear? Like my arms? Uh-huh. This used to be a bunch of rashes and they used to be opened up and then they just stayed like this, but... Most so. of them this. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. But go ahead. Okay. So... <laughs> Freaked out? Okay. No, no, not freaked out. Like, it's okay, it's okay, I'm it's excited okay. to learn. Like I like being an alien. Okay. So nah, I've seen worse. So the rashes, creams, made it worse, opened up, and then I got the blood clot mm-hmm. to be on top of it. My managers were knowing or noticing the rashes as well. So when I was like falling asleep and stuff and got the blood clot, he knew something was wrong and was just like, get out. You know, you're not gonna die here. <laughs> yeah, and, that's a lot. Of that's <laughs> oh, a lot. Yeah. Of <laughs> like not here. So you know, I went to the hospital. They told me I had a clot. Stayed in for two weeks, mm-hmm. but at the time I didn't have insurance. I was working at my job full time, but to have them take insurance out of my paycheck was just black like people. One of please things. get insurance. <laughs> I mean, it, whatever your job your job could offer, please take it. I know some people you know your job can't offer nothing, and then like on the side, please. Please, 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 please. Anyway, please, 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 so please. I didn't have insurance. I kept moving forward. I kept going to the hospital between that time, back and forth. I was losing mm-hmm. hair. Like, I even had more symptoms because then I started getting more fatigue. Did fevers. you ever think it was cancer? Oops, sorry. No, um, I didn't think it was cancer, but I was like, if it is cancer, I just want to know. Like, as in, like, you never thought, okay, maybe I should, like, figure out if it's cancer. You, ever, you never thought of that? Okay, because normally when I'm seeing people fatigue, losing hair, only because I had a f- close friend or family that died of cancer. 
That's like that was like one of the common things he started doing. I just thought I was dying. To be really? Clear. I did. I did. Because everything you, was going downward. And so this was like, like four or five. This was you at what twenty six. You just think you was dying around that age? Um, 22. 20, 22, I'm sorry. You just thought you was dying around that age? Yeah. That's crazy. I was like, yeah, this is this is the end for me. <laughs> because why. it's like I started losing weight, no appetite, fatigue, fevers. Okay. It's just like I'm not looking like myself. I was getting blacker, and I'm already dark-skinned. Uh-huh. So it was just like, Esther, you're dying. Accept it. I was lying in bed. I'm curious on how your family looked at it. Because I could just imagine Haitians thinking, like, it probably was They thought I had shit. sex and I caught something. They really thought you had AIDS. Yeah, they thought I had something. Because uh-huh. the way that Something church, sexually transmitted. Yes. Because the way wow. the church approached me, they didn't want to touch me. You know, they would have friends come over and I'd be sleeping and they'd all come in the room and pray on me. And then it's just like, what are you guys doing in here? But I didn't really care because I didn't care for anyone that walked into my room. But in the hospital bed. No, in, your in, room, room in my house. house. Okay. Yeah, because so I was going in and out the hospital. Okay. At this point, how how big are you in the church? How big am I? Like, like positions? As in like, no, 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 as in like, how involved are you or your family? Like, my family is very involved, not me. Not you. Okay. So I'm assuming your family family probably was like, can somebody come and pray and stuff like that? Perhaps, yeah. Okay, that's cool. I was just I was curious because um, I'm not a big believer as in prayer works without action. Oh, okay, without action. I almost said prayer doesn't work. Hold without on, action. let's pray. <laughs> I don't like people just sitting there and praying and then just sitting on their ass. Like that, oh, no, no, no. You need that. plenty of action. Like God wants to know that you believe that he's going to bring you out of what you're going through as well. So, Like help me help you. If I was God, that's how I'm looking at it. Exactly. Like nigga, help me help you. Don't just sit there and ask for me. Oh, are you dead? Okay, I'm like, not I sure. could just, I, I mean... You know, I'm really sharing some of the like my deepest thoughts in here. I hope you guys um appreciate it as much as I appreciate y'all <laughs> listening. But literally, like I be thinking, I'm like, yo, if I was God, like, like I'm saying, I'm like, yo, how can I help you when you're just sitting there? But I feel help like me. that's when I got out of my funk. Like that was before I even got like the prescriptions and the medicine. Mm-hmm. Like my son, he has like the. He has a son. You have a son. Yeah, I have a son. Okay. Was he? He was born, I'm assuming he was born before. Yeah, he was, was born before. before but happened. he used to like sleep right next to me. Oh. Like my body would just be there. Like I would indent the bed. And he would literally just crawl in bed. And it was his first year in school. How but old is your son? He was five at the time. Okay. But now he's 11. But okay. is, um, Was that the one that just FaceTimed you? Yes. Oh, before we recorded? Okay. Okay, that's it. Aggravating. But um, <laughs> he would lay next to me. Mm-hmm. And he made me so sad. He made me sadder than how I already felt. Because he used to just like... Kids, curl up like a little cat has that effect. you know next to me and i'm like relax go away <laughs> but he would not leave my side you know something was wrong yeah he did he did and i felt like i was dying and maybe he felt like i was dying too like he was gonna lose me mm-hmm. and i just kind of woke up from it kind of like i was talking to god like the entire time like listen i promise you mm-hmm. you know i will refocus life itself just help me get up you know Pushed me to get up. And so the next day I woke up like 6 o'clock in the morning. At that time I stopped walking because it's like um, it takes a toll on your bones as well. Really? Yeah. And so I had like blisters underneath my feet so it was hard to walk. So I had like a little walker next to my bed. Okay. So I would I was like walking around the house and my dad was like, Merci bon Dieu. And I was like, Daddy. Merci bon Dieu means thank you Jesus for yeah, my oh, American sorry. friends sorry. listening. It's cool. It's but, cool. Um, you know, he had like this whole like outlook. And I love to clean. That's mm-hmm. 
it makes I'm OCD about cleaning. Mm-hmm. So I went to the garage first, and you would think because I was sick and I was a little weak because I hadn't been eating stuff like that, I wouldn't start there. But I like to challenge myself, so I cleaned out the entire garage. The first day you got back up. On your yeah, floor. yeah. Wow. I just started like picking up clothes, putting things together. Like I like tied the like um trash bag to my walker uh-huh. and so like as i'm going by i'm like picking you just, i guess you just need something to like focus, focus on focus on i get it I get yeah it. you was on a slump yeah how long was that slump um six months because my dad added me to his insurance and then we seen the specialist okay. and then they started giving me pills and that why was didn't working. your dad add you on your insurance before because i was grown and so he was like you're, you're 22 you could be on your parents insurance too. yeah but at at the time he had just took me off like the year before because he was like you don't use the insurance anyways. I might as well take you off. You know what I, with you, it's a love and hate with, with, with insurance. Because I'd be wanting to cut off all my insurance. But I realized, yo, the minute I cut my shit off, something's going something to gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the insurance already got a mind trick. I think insurance got a mind trick on us. Because I don't like insurance, any type of insurance. But I understand it. I think insurance is a robbery. But... I'm sorry. I believe so as well. Yeah. But, you know, my dad it's added like you me don't on. use it. Like, that's what insurance is for. <laughs> that's the whole purpose of insurance. It's not about Be using insured, it. Okay. Yeah. But um, he put me back on, and then, uh-huh. you know, they restart the enrollment period around January. Uh-huh. And that's when I first seen the doctor. So I scheduled the appointment. Did you see, like, a specialist at this point? Yeah, a rheumatologist. Okay. Because okay. I kept trying to make a an who? appointment. A rheumatologist. A rheumatologist. Okay. A rheumatologist. Okay. It just sounds like <laughs> a bogus doctor. Like, Wow. No, no. Just the name. A rheumatologist? <laughs> Am I the only one that's thinking that? That's very issue. Yes, it is. Sir, you're going to, like, I literally, you're going to be, you need to talk on a mic if you're going to say a comment. Because I've had listeners be like, yo, who is this nigga in the background? I'm just saying that's a very Haitian comment of you to just no, that, assume that rheumatologist, just because you've never heard of one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that is. That's my opinion, yeah. That's right. I, I, I get it, but it's like, that's. go ahead, go ahead. Tell us about your rheumatologist. Well, before I talk about rheumatologist, can you introduce yourself, new person? No, I didn't know he's who not, I He's am. really not a new, he's just really, really yeah, they know who's who in the background. It's but, What's you up? know, I also understand, you know, I treat this podcast as if, like, there's always somebody new listening, regardless <laughs> if we're on episode one or episode 65. So, I like to let people know who's who. So, and so. especially the fact that this is more audio than anything. So, please, sir. This is Jay. Y'all know who I am. Jay. Rheumatologist, though. Let's talk about <laughs> yeah. So you want to go see a rheumatologist? Yes. So they do like rheumatoid arthritis uh, is what it's common for because I had got arthritis with it. Like it comes and with different... And during all this time, there was still no cancer testing? No. Okay. I, I, I was, I'm only asking because I've... Me, that's automatically... Okay, I'm going to say this. I treat like, you know... People have HIV AIDS. I treat cancer more scarier. Like I, if I were to pick, I'm not picking. I'm not picking either okay. one. Okay, I'm but I'm just saying, if the, if the, you know, if I had a choice, this is the worst choice. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm saying this. To be, have HIV AIDS or cancer, I would really rather HIV AIDS only because I've seen people die of cancer within a two year span, and I've seen people born with AIDS, HIV, still living to this day. And to me, yeah, cancer is scary. You, know. huh? you fear what you know. Yeah, like, can- I've seen people die in six months of cancer. I've seen people die in three years. And it's like, it's scary. And I never see nobody of HIV. And then you got somebody like, you know, Magic Johnson living a life. And I'm like, yo, I know I ain't got Magic Johnson money. But it's like, I would rather that. You have that WebMD type of mindset. You think so? Like, stuff starts going wrong. It's like, it must be cancer. 
yeah, everything else is fine. No, no, but no, that's the fact. Not that's like that's how scared of, I am of that. It's like yo, like even during the holiday break, I've met a few people that was like battling cancer. I'm like yo, you know, you, you start being real grateful. Yeah, because I mean, there's something I didn't talk about on here because I kind of did it personally where I went and um visit. Some people that was in the hospital battling cancer, you know, when you could go and you could bring toys to the kids and shit like that. I kind of visit and kind of like was in the background more so. I wasn't really like trying to interact with nobody just to. And then one thing that made me more grateful for what I have, regardless of, you know, where I'm at in life and what I think I don't have. It's like, yo, you think you got it bad till you meet a motherfucker with cancer. Just let that sink in. Like, that's how I look at it. I I believe so, but I just kind of feel like. Sometimes those people with cancer looking at you like, I pity you because you don't know what you have. So it's like, I, I would rather die knowing that I enjoy life. Like, for instance, um, I don't want to go back to myself, but that's all I can relate to. Yeah, I um, mean, this is, what this, this is what this episode is about. Yeah, okay. so, but, like, um, when I think about, like, what I go through, sometimes people will be like, oh, damn, like homegirl might die, you know? Or the homegirl might, you know, yeah, yeah. all her parts might be metal by the end of the ending of her life, you uh-huh. know? But I feel like, you know, I get to be bionic. Like, you you feel sad for me. I feel sad for me sometimes, too, but I don't stay in the sadness. I feel like I'm grateful for what I have. Sometimes I'm ungrateful, you know, because I know people with lupus that go through way worse, although some people look at me like I go through way worse, but... Okay. You know, like my surgeries. Wow, okay. I and never stuff. looked at it like that. Like, yo, those people with like cancer or lupus, they might look at it and like, yo, well, I'm I'm cool. I, I'm cool. But I'm I mean, it, I guess it's all perspective. It is because I feel like you know the medicine and what you go through. Yet yeah, sometimes twenty four seven, but sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, it's like I understand when I go out, I need to go have fun. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm going out for versus someone that's living life is not sick. Mm-hmm. But hates themselves, hates life itself. Oh, I got you. No, you're, no. you're sick in a sense already, and uh-huh. it's like you don't even see what you have. Like exactly, it's yeah. Just... That's that's kind of what I was on. It's not that I'm at a place right now where it's like like I'm not grateful for what I have because I've worked hard for where I'm at today compared to where I was ten years ago. And but I'm always the type like yo, I don't think I'm like where I want to be. Of course. I feel like that's everybody. And then, like, you know, I have to, sometimes I have to check myself in a way, like, yo, embrace what you have. Like, enjoy yourself. Like, you you are your worst enemy. Yeah. That yeah. is a fact. Yeah. That is a yeah. fact. I wake up You like, are your worst enemy. Really you are in control of everything. Forget what everybody, but yeah. Okay. Aromatologist. That's where we left <laughs> off. So, I did pronounce it right, right? Yeah, you did. You, did. Okay. you got it. Mm-hmm. So, aromatologists, <laughs> they, like, take care of people who have, like, different autoimmune diseases that, you know, most of the time connect to, like, arthritis as well. Okay. Like, so when I went, um, he was looking for inflammatory I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Every time I hear of arthritis, I'm automatically thinking of old people. I hope I'm not being offensive oh by God, how is that funny? I'm ignorant. Oh. I know I'm ignorant. I'm very ignorant in this topic. Okay. So as long please as you don't know. take offense to anybody. I'm not going to take offense. You okay. might see me roll my eyes a couple times, but mm-hmm. just see that as me accepting yeah. what this is. Yeah, this is really you explaining all of this to a five-year-old. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. So and what I, was? So it's the old people that, that you find funny? No, it's the fact that <laughs> a young person go to an arthritis doctor. An arthritis doctor. And all of, uh, all I know is like, you know, old people have arthritis, never a young person. But that was me. She's just different. She's just no, no, no. You're not the only person. But I'm just saying like as if like 
before I was really would bust out laughing, but I've gotten more open minded and I've learned so much over the so past now two you years. Just chuckle. I chuckle. It's a process. <laughs> it's a level. It's levels. <laughs> it's levels to this. It's okay, levels. I and I, I express my mind like, yo, you know, the reason why I'm doing this is because of what I just said. So things like that. But go ahead. God's working on all of us. God is God is working on me. Still working. Okay? Still working. He's working on me too. And I like the pace he got me on. I'll say that much. Okay. But go ahead. So <laughs> I went to go see a rheumatologist. Uh-huh. And they were like kind of, I guess, I don't want to say feeding me pills, but it's like the pills would make me better. Mm-hmm. It would help me maintain where I was, mm-hmm. but then they had side effects. So then I had an add-on, like a list of more. So it's like, okay. Add-on of what, like? What uh, conditions. Okay, okay. So I had, what, um, nausea. I had, um, like, I was almost kind of throwing up, like, because it was like, um, I would say, hmm, eight different pills. Mm-hmm. but they Per all, day? Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Okay, so it was eight different pills, but then you take like two of certain pills, three of certain pills, four of certain okay, pills. Okay, okay. So all together they came out to fifteen Damn. a day, and then Fridays I added on an additional three. Or was oh. it six? I'm sorry. So one or the other. Uh-huh. Okay. On Fridays I would add on more pills depending on uh, my current levels with like blood tests and stuff like that. So it would switch it up, but then it's like it still didn't make me 100% better just slowed down what I was going through uh-huh. and then added on conditions uh-huh. okay so at the end of the day I just felt like this is not a life that I want to live mm-hmm. right but then you don't want to be living day to day off pills and shit yeah mm-hmm. and I feel like it's something that I'm not going to lie because I try not to put my personal like feelings of what I think could happen because mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. but I feel like this is something that can be overcome without a medicine like without, without pills. Without yeah. pills. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. I feel like, you know, the pills help you to slow it down. So it's like once you get to a point of slowing down. Pills maintain it, but there are those side effects. And those yeah. Things. But then it's like at some point, this is not going to help you anymore because your body's going to be so used to it. Mm-hmm. So what's going to be the sh- next strongest pill you take? Right. Okay, gotcha. And then so I was taking some pills that were considered like chemotherapy, but the pill version of it. And it's like, this does not make me better. And I know it. And I'm reading the ingredients and I'm reading what I'm putting into my body. It's helping me to stay alive. But at some point, we have to change, you know. But, you know, I continue because it's the easy way out. Okay. Right? So it's the easy way out. And this is new to you. What? I mean, this is all new to you at this time. So you just, yeah. Okay. I'm I'm eating it. I'm eating it, you know. I'm popping peanuts in my mouth every day. Like, let's keep going. Let's keep going. And at some point, I was taking prednisone, which is a steroid. It helps with the inflammatory conditions that come with um, lupus. Mm -hmm. And so I was taking prednisone, like high dosages, like at 80 milligrams, 40 milligrams. Were you you like on bed rest doing all this time or you was like moving Mm -hmm. around? I was moving around. Yo, so you was a walking drug. I was like, if you mess with me. I got prednisone. I got steroids. Like, bruh, I'm going to throw you that way. You're going to throw them. You ain't going to feel shit about it. (laughs) Bruh. Okay, sorry. I'm back. I'm back. Um, But I was taking prednisone, and prednisone causes um, a vascular necrosis, which is is basically like no blood flow between your bones. Okay. Okay, so at some point, it started to do that to my hips. And so at, like, I didn't realize it because I started having pain in my hips, and I started telling my rheumatologist, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm having a lot of pain, and it feels like it hurts to walk. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's the prednisone. It may cause you to uh, replace your your he hips. Said, he just said it. He, he said, said it so like, casually. Yeah, like this is like, <laughs> like regular. Like, and I was like, your hips. 
I was like, well, why didn't you tell me this? He was like, well, I thought you would know that. And I was like, how am I supposed to, you know, like, how am I supposed to know about something that can happen and you commonly know it happens and you didn't tell me about it? Uh And so it was like, I feel like that's the sucky part about it because I got one hip done and then I ended up getting the second hip done. What do you mean a hip done? Like I got a hip replacement. Hip replacement? Wow. In the 20s. Okay. So I'm bionic now, officially. Um, but now because I've taken so much prednisone, like I stopped taking it and that was back in 2016 when I got my hips replaced, I stopped taking the medicine, the prednisone. Uh And now like it still is affecting my body because they say maybe the, um, they weren't able, like it already started to progress in my knees. So now they're thinking that I'm going to have to get my knees replaced. Okay. Which is okay. Like I said. Bo, this, this is why we don't, we don't mess with doctors, bro. No, I mess with doctors, but at a limit. Like, I get it, but they do that type of shit. You feel me? And like, I, think- I remember when my grandma was getting sick, and they would go from, like, one doctor trying to prescribe some things that we think this may work, but it's going to cause this, this, and this, and this. And then all the shit that you get from this first one, you got to take to the next one, and then he's prescribing you other shit. Yeah. For, you know, like, And you know, another bruh. thing, I can't st- stop but thinking, you know, some people may say, you know, this is this nigga that's pro-black. I can't help but think that when you're black, they kind of do that shit even more. I'm not gonna say they don't do it. They're just spitballing shit, like. But they'll spitball it even more. Oh, if I thought black. you knew. Yeah, but I feel like I, um, like being sick is. Oh my gosh, my throat, Jesus. <clears throat> Let's go. You need some water? <clears throat> no, I don't. Okay. You need um, some wine? We have some wine. We do have wine. We don't have cups. Okay, you. you okay, right. so I'm not gonna be gutter gutter in front of you. Okay. I'll go sip in my car. Okay. But um, sorry. Living you make me say this stuff on here. Mm-hmm. Um. But I feel like a lot of this whole, like, being sick, lupus has been around for so long. It's like, why is there no cure for it? How long has it been around? Like, has one has us humans has discovered? Too long. Too long. So longer than AIDS? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think longer than AIDS, but I feel like around the same time frame. Like, I, I didn't research it, but it's just I've been hearing. Like, so there's I'm, no I'm cure meet, for lupus. I meet people, and they're like, my mom had it. My grandma had it. My, and I'm just like, well, how do all these people have it? And where there's no research, there's no cure by Wait, this time. you mean to tell me there's no, like, foundation that, like, research should They lupus? do research it. But, mm-hmm. like, um, the Lupus Foundation of America, they do the research mm-hmm. on lupus. But what, I feel what like... What their research told them? Well, I, I know that... I mean, they didn't say anything about Terminic. Oh. But... Um, there is some research on stem cell therapy mm-hmm. that has, like, you know, kind of cured it, but it doesn't work for everybody. And that's the problem because some people get cured and they're like, oh, you're lying. There's a cure for you. You just don't want to take it. You want to be like, you know, so everyone have sympathy for you. It's like. Wait, people have come to you like that? They have. You well, serious? I promise. Like, uh, when I've been, like, posting things, uh-huh. like, I don't feed into them. I don't delete them either because mm-hmm. I'm not going to take away somebody else's voice. But, but then again, you know, I do understand, when it, especially when it comes to social media, you can't please everybody. can't. No matter how much of a positive post you post or a negative post you post, somebody's going to feel the opposite. Yeah. Offer it. But, yeah. But, I mean, like I said, it's okay because if she got cured from it, maybe somebody will read her post and, and they can that can help them. Somebody else. But that doesn't mean, it's, like, I don't want it. Because sometimes you can't afford it. Like, I found a good way of getting my knees rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. It's um, stem cell as well. Mm-hmm. But they doing it in California. A lot of people in Los Angeles are, like, big ups with the lupus community. And I, you know, go down there sometimes to, like, some of their community events. Mm-hmm. And But it's like, I guess, the insurance does not cover it. So yes. it's 
$5,000, for one knee. Okay. <clears throat> and then I was like, okay, what if I did two? And they're like, well, we'll do a discount for you. Mm-hmm. And we'll do it at 9500 And I'm like. That's $500. You know. Okay, I get it. I mean, but I, I get it. it because they have something. They have a product that, you know, that works. Money, money, money goes a long way when it comes to that. Okay. So things start getting better after you start taking that. What? The the, the steroids and everything. But yeah, the, the but then it went south, on. you know, with so uh, now what, the hips. So now what happens next? Well, I ended up getting the hip replacement with my first one, 2016. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a doctor in between that time, too, mm-hmm. because I, I didn't. Oh, 2016 was three years ago. Yeah. Well, barely. Well, depends on what month you took it. Like barely three years. So you had a hip replacement. The twenty sixth of November. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Go but ahead. it was. It's okay. I mean, whatever. Um, I don't know. I guess I don't feel it because it's like some people think of it like, oh my gosh, you can go be going through so much pain. I'm not gonna be awake during surgery, so I'm sleep half the time, and then when I wake up is where I go through the pain, or when I'm having to walk on my hips is uh-huh. like that's where the pain comes because then it's like. Everything, Damn. but I mean, they give you drugs at the same time. Okay, and now here we are today. Yeah. So, do you have family members? Is there like a history of that in your family no. that you that you know of? No. no. Both of your parents are Caribbeans, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do you? Since now, you fully educated on what it is and everything. I know. Closing, you're not. I'm not. I mean, where are you in a journey of that? I'm I saying. am. Do I you? am learning more about it, but it's oh. like I found people that have seizures and they have lupus. It's like everyone has their different, different reaction, different yeah. reaction to it. So, do you? How often do you talk about it in the black community? Because I don't think that's shit like that is not is 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 damn near a myth, or it's like some shit you hear by ear. You're like, oh, somebody lupus. Like that's you all hear, I hear by that's ear, it. but I feel like it happens a lot within the black community. How often and, do you do you share it? Because I mean, this would well I'm on social this, media every I'm, day. But another, I would say, like in person, uh-huh. unless they have an event, I, I don't. Okay, okay. Because I only I'm asking too because you know I, that's why I asked you how involved are you in your church? Like, do you, do the church like let you get an opportunity to speak with the youth and stuff like that in there about that, or does that even matter? Because I know Haitian churches is different. Because they like they are the, different, but in the 60s. again, at the beginning, <laughs> we were talking about how I had my son, mm-hmm. and you know, that's that's in the Haitian community, that's a really bad thing. What's a bad thing? Having a kid, having a child is a bad thing. Oh, yeah. oh having a, a child at that age, yeah, I, my bad. I'm so disconnected. Well, not being married as well. Oh, my bad. I mean, I mean, that's not just in the Caribbean, Haitian community. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's in the church environment. I get what you're saying. Yeah, my bad. It's just that I've been so disconnected, like, sometimes I forget. So that disconnects me in a position or a role to be an advocate in a church if I don't show them that I'm serious. What do you mean? You show them you're serious in what way? Because I've had a lot of, I guess, negative looks. Because of the child part? Because of the child part. Because the the lupus part, not really. I I feel like they've been very supportive on that aspect. But when I tried to talk to them about, like, hey, I would love to speak to the youth and I'd love to do this or love to do that. It's like, okay, we would love to have you, but we would also love to see you with God. And I'm like, well, how did you know I just got disconnected with God? And Uh it's like, well, you didn't get rebaptized. And I'm like, but I am baptized. So how does a rebaptism work? It's like being a virgin again. I guess. Let me tell. Let me tell you something. Um, I'm not shitting on your church. I'm not gonna. What I'm about to say. I'm not shitting on church. I'm not shitting on your pastor. But if somebody at your church bro. is listening to this, 
Y'all piece of shit. Because I'm like, yo, if somebody's willing and wanting to educate somebody on something like that, and especially in a community that we know nothing about, and you're experiencing this, and I'm sure, in a way, I feel like that will bring you closer to those people, or even with the church, and they're not even open to it because you're not married, that's just, you're full of shit. I mean, listen, I'm saying this. This is both speaking. Okay, I'm saying this freely myself, so you could come at me. I, Esther Charleston, have nothing to do with she that She has nothing comment, to do okay? with it. This is all me. Um, at the end of the day, I do feel like, you know, they take they took something away from me, but at the same time, I'm not going to push what I believe on something. Definitely. That's how they believe, then allow them to believe. And See, that's where all the disconnect with me comes with churches, is that things like that. It's like, you know, you have somebody that went through this. And they're changing the life around, or they're doing this, and they're trying to spread that shit, and then you're not allowing them to. Listen, shit go. I mean, but I feel like at the same time, although I have like, I I didn't like that that happened to me, or I have ill feelings for it, Mm -hmm. I still don't hold them too accountable to it because that's their tradition, that's how they were raised. I know, or what? No, no, I have no issue with them like that. I'm okay. I have an uncle who's a pastor. And we had a conversation about it, like, and you know, we'll talk about you know where is the disconnect with youth, because she has he has that issue. He, he owns a church. He's in Tampa, owns a church and stuff like that. And I have to tell him like, yo, this is where somebody lies, because we're in 2019 now. I'm not saying that you should not believe in your beliefs. Like I'm a big believer of like, you could have your belief. I could have my belief. We both understand each other. We yeah. don't have to down each other. Or we don't have to be like, oh, mine is better than yours. Yeah. Regardless if it's religion, it don't have to be religion, but any other thing, culture, whatever it is, like, we don't have to downplay each other. I'm cool with, like, I'm, and then I'm a type of guy I like learning about different cultures, especially. Religion, not, religion too. But it's just the fact that that's where the disconnect lies with me. And that's my big deal. I don't think there should be a disconnect. Like, if somebody was, um, let's say, like, racist, right? Mm-hmm. And they wanted to be on your show, but they were going to, at the same time be discrediting you as a person a human or whatever mm-hmm. i don't think that you would feel although it probably would be a very good topic you know to have be but a great conversation Damn yeah but i feel like it sometimes today's. if they're not open to accepting and understanding it's a waste of it's conversation. A waste, a waste conversation yeah so it's the same thing if um i feel like someone doesn't want me on the platform that they've created speaking of the church of the church uh-huh. mm-hmm. it, i don't yeah feel they like, have every right i get it but i'm still Saying they, they they full of shit. I mean, but work is full of ish, right? Yeah. And at the same time, I still go there, you know? Yeah. And I still, like, you know, they tell me, oh, Esther, you can do this. But I see this, the, the next person next to me do the same thing and no one says anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to quit. I mean, I'm just going to realize that it's just me. And I'm going to be okay with it. And that's fine. Because people are human. Like, if they want to, I feel like in church, they're trying to be more like Jesus. But at the same time... Like, I have this issue, too, because I look at people in church and I'm like, oh, my gosh, but you're not perfect, though. But, you know, they weren't made perfect. And I knew they weren't made perfect. And I get mad about it. So okay, I'm sorry. I'm looking at my phone because Marianne sent me some topics and I was just making sure I touch them. Shout out to her. Let's touch them. Because no, no, no. We have. Touch a few. I'm just oh, okay. That's why I'm looking at my phone as we're doing. Oh, OK, this. you were I telling just, me. OK, yeah. well, I didn't take it no type of way. I know. But, you know, I yeah, like we didn't get, even notice. <laughs> it's cool, but I like to give people my undivided attention. Okay. Because I'm not the type that, as you're talking to me, I'm always, I try not to be the type, let me say that, to be on my phone all the time as I'm having a conversation face to face. So, okay. That's cool. That's interesting. How much, Um, how how is your son? Do you, do you like share that with your son? How does your I son, do. How much does he know? 
He knows everything. Okay. What um, I, I try to keep him away from like the negative aspect of it. Not really the negative because he sees it, but I try to keep him away from feeling sad. So if I know he's about to go to school mm-hmm. and I have to have an injection or something, mm-hmm. I just, you know, go to the bathroom instead. Like okay. I keep him away from certain things, but he knows that I have different medicines. He knows I'm going to the hospital sometimes, but I don't allow him. So you still go him. to the hospital often now? Yeah. Okay. Because sometimes I have pains that I can't describe or I don't know what's happening. I have a lot of chest pains sometimes. Mm-hmm. And when they happen, I'm just like, I don't like to go to the hospital because they can never find what it is. Or they can never see it. Or It's a feel. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, you know, I should have just stayed home, drink some tea, mm-hmm. go to sleep, you know. Because at the end of the day, if you're not going to, if you're going to, if I continue to do the same thing, it's insanity, right? Yeah. You do the same thing over and over again and you. That's a fact. You feel like, oh, there's supposed to be something different that happens. Nothing different is going to happen. Why did you go? You're not doing nothing different. Yeah. And so, you know, I can go to, like, my doctors and have them look at things, but those tests come out normal. So it's like sometimes it makes you, like, crazy. Like, am I really feeling it? Like, I talk to myself sometimes, like, Esther, is this happening? Do you Are you sure? Like, because... So just to be clear, like, now your family don't think you, you got AIDS or something. Now they're very familiar with what it is and no. what you have. Okay. Right no, now, as in, no, they don't know. No, they don't. They don't know. They still that, think you got AIDS or some shit. Well, they don't think I have AIDS. They just think I'm cured. Whatever it was, <laughs> it's gone because uh, it's not only because you're not in the hospital often and you don't have as much scars. And stuff yeah. Like that. Okay. I mean, I have the rashes right now, but these rashes have came after what four or five years of having lupus. Uh-huh. So for all that time period, my mom's like, "Yo, you're cured. Like, look at what God has done." And you know, God. Only? Yeah. See, that's why we need you in church. But at the end of the day... Wait, wait, why? To teach people about lupus. Because they don't know. Like, I get what what you're saying. Like, you can't fault people for their beliefs, whatever, whatever. But if you got a room full of people that need to know about lupus, like, we can set some things aside until everyone gets on the same page, like, that this is a real thing. Yeah. That's just... Okay, so your mom thinks God cured you. She thinks it's done. And that's I'm not saying God didn't cure you. I want people to think it's not like I don't believe in God. I do. (laughs) I do because it really sounds like I don't. Copping so and many so, so far, I just want to make sure. But okay, so she's just thinking, okay, God has cured you. Yeah, she thinks it's finished, and that's the only issue is that sometimes when things happen, mm-hmm. instead of being like, "Oh my gosh, this is what lupus is causing," she goes, "Well, if you would love God a little bit more, oh my God, if you would just pray with me, if you <sighs> went to church today." With me, you know, things would have been much better. But I feel like there's pastors that are sick. There are deacons that are sick. There's so many people in the church that have positions that are sick. Does that mean that God didn't love them enough or that they didn't love God enough? You know, certain things like that that probably agitate me. I don't think it's like she's saying it on purpose to hurt me. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it really does hurt because it's like, you serious? Mm -hmm. Damn. Okay. That's crazy. I would think by now, I mean... At least the close ones would like understand you and things like that. But I guess I feel like those that can accept what it is. Um, yeah. But it, when my when I went to Haiti, I don't really think I was able to kind of explain lupus. Like I didn't oh, know anybody there. I that know. Had it. I know. Like <laughs> I know what you mean. It's like you know I'm dealing with people here in America, Caribbean or just black, about certain things that I have to educate them on. That's not common in our community. So, like, yeah, I know. Talking back to my peoples in Haiti or going to Haiti, it's, a, it's like, if I got to go two step back here, over there, I got to go 20 step back. 
or even more just to like get something across i feel like there's like a lot of disconnect and then Fair. at some point i do feel like oh, i'm gonna say this out loud say it that it's man-made that's like because it's like why is it here how did it come no one has like you think lupus answers. is man-made i do okay I, I feel like there's an outbreak somewhere mm-hmm. and you know but it's just it's hard to pinpoint exactly like where it started or where it didn't start or how do these people have it and this person have it and what what, what i'm just curious what else do you think is man-made when it comes to like diseases and stuff I feel like a lot of diseases are man-made. Okay, give me give me two more. I I don't think that that'd be a very great idea. What'd be a very good idea? Like to have something man-made to kill to kill us off. I, so that you you conspiracy, I, I, no. conspiracy theory like yourself. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. I I am a you know I, I overthink. Uh, I guess I love, you could I say. I love meeting someone that's my, like me. <laughs> I think I overthink a lot, but uh-huh. at, at the same time, I feel like it's a lot of this. Things that I feel like, well, why is it, you know, certain people getting more of it? Or why is it still living even after this time period? Why is like You think there should have been a cure for all of it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we're moving. Yeah, technology Technology and science science is moving too far up for us now to slow down on why or at least get to a point where we can be like, okay, so we see at least right here this break this break um, that we're having or like the um you okay? Yeah, oh, okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Listen. Okay. I'm listening. This breakout that's happening with lupus, uh-huh. it started here. There's a lot of people that have similar conditions. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of I'm not going to say everybody cuz again, it starts different for everybody, uh-huh. but a lot of people started with the whole skin rashes, not walking, uh-huh. no appetite, fatigue, like it, it just the fevers over 104 like it just really is mind blowing that this can happen to so many people, and for you not to have a common um, cure for it. Uh-huh. But then at the same time, it's like, but everyone is almost taking the same medications, right? Gotcha. Taking six or seven pills and prednisone and Celsept and um, Plaquenil, all of those things take a burden on your body. It's an immune booster. One wipes away the entire immune system and then one boosts it right back up you know through those periods of time how do you think i'm supposed to process but it's like if you think about it like disability doesn't even consider lupus a like a condition Uh to take a look at you know like to consider as a disability and it's so debilitating damn and so i feel like so if you had cancer does that mean you're not handicapped you're not Considered disabled? I don't know. I didn't really never I'm look sorry. into it. I'm sorry. I'm keep going back to cancer, even though we're talking about lupus. It is. I'm. I know cancer, but now maybe next month I might start including lupus on the conversations when it comes to stuff like that. So I'm only speaking because of what I know. Okay. Or have experience. Okay. Yeah, that is very habilitating. Yeah. Very. Like when I had got my hips replaced, I was looking for disability because I had my son and I couldn't work. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I have to be able to do something, you yeah, know? Definitely, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, bills got to get paid or people, yeah. you know, got to get fed and shit like that. So, so yeah. I mean, I moved back with my parents by then. Mm-hmm. So that was a good place for me because at the end of the day I, I didn't have to go through the point of like having to figure out like how I'm going to pay for bills but then it's still like school and how is he going to get like clothes and that's, that's feeding him and on the daily basis if I have to get someone to do something for me um, I would rather pay somebody because you know if I give you this money 
If I give you $100 and tell you, I need you to pick my son up every morning and every afternoon, you're going to make it happen. Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be like a favor, but then I'm taking from you and not giving you anything back. I got you. I got you. But at the same time, it's like, it wasn't considered a disability, although I was still using a wheelchair. That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay. If you don't mind me asking, um, where was the father at this time? Ooh, we doing that? Okay. I mean, that's part of the family. Yeah. Um, He wasn't, he lived somewhere else. In a different like, state. Oh, different state again. Mm-hmm. Was he aware of what was going on? Sort of, kind of, I guess. Okay. Did he was he was aware that I was sick, but uh-huh. just like everyone else, he was kind of ignorant to what was going on. Uh huh. Because I, I mean, I don't share it, so. Okay, so he didn't want to like. Okay, let me take the son for a while until you figure out what's going on and stuff like that. I, like I said, I'm not sure if he knew exactly. He know how, how bad it was. Type yeah. Stuff? Okay, I'm sure he knows now. Uh, I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. But at the time, he was like, didn't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just like everyone, all they seen was the skin. Mm-hmm. Or like when I stopped walking, I stopped leaving the house. I so it you. wasn't like even when I was home, my friends didn't even know I was home because I didn't say it. Like I was in the hospital and I would stay at the hospital when I got home. It's like I sunk into a depression and just was like out of contact with people. Uh-huh. So I don't feel like even when people were trying to reach me or speak to me or anything like that, I was going through something that I wasn't able to communicate exactly what was going on with me okay cool anything else you want to add because i i want to i want to get in a lighter note because this was a serious very serious 50 plus <laughs> i want to get with the bullshit now talk about a little bit bullshit before we end okay um i don't know if i asked you in the beginning like what is your what is the okay what does your organization do or what is you know what's the mission or what what's your goal and well, basically, it's to ignite awareness, mm-hmm. okay? Um, so I televise, you know, what I go through, when I go through it, um, so that people are aware of, you know, so the you different So you got a YouTube symptoms. channel? I have a YouTube channel. Uh-huh. I'm not going to lie. It's not the prettiest, okay? okay? Because I did a lot of it while I was sick. And then plus, you're sick. I mean... I, I know. Unless you have somebody else that's constantly able to help you edit and stuff like that, it's very difficult, so I understand. So a lot of it was. I think me you should. I think you should have it bed. more on, on YouTube because I, I realized that um, YouTube is. I didn't realize the level of how big YouTube was till I had my little cousins and my goddaughter. How they're always on YouTube. They don't even watch TV anymore. Like I, you see, like me and you, you know, we stroll through social media. That's how they stroll through YouTube. Literally, mm-hmm. like I have little cousins who's like twelve, thirteen. And they're on YouTube, you know, even though even though they're watching anime stuff or whatever. But and then I always wonder, like those kids that always, you know what I hate? This is off topic, but I don't get how these kids love watching other kids play, play with toys. Toys, oh my gosh! Oh my god, she got a hundred toys. She barely plays with them. She'll watch the kid play with the toy. Yeah, and she'll sit there for hours watching a kid play with toys. And the kid, and I'm watching the YouTube clip. I'm like, yo, this kid got like 10 million views. Oh, yeah. He making bread. And I'm like, yo, when my kid pop out, we're doing toy reviews, nigga. Wake up, nigga. You better get with it. We're doing baby reviews. We're doing it before he, he even He loves could. the rattle. Before he could even walk, we own it. We got to have at least 10. I'm shooting for a million. A million ain't far. Because I'm I mean, seeing little kids right now. I, like, I, but I yeah. want to, but I feel like I, I care about how I look. Oh, I'm a woman. I'm a woman. At, at the end, end of the day, of yeah. Course. At the end yeah, of the day, I'm a woman, yeah. and it's like I get insecure about myself sometimes because when I have rashes or breakouts, like right now, mm-hmm. like yesterday wasn't that bad. I feel like it was still there. But how much of the rawness? You, you, 
I mean, you do want to give him some of the rawness too at the same time. I do, uh-huh. but it's just I want to love me at the same, same time. time. I get but it. I feel I like you know I'm at a good place right now where I'm like Esther, just add some eyelashes to your eyeballs, mm-hmm. and eyelashes look nice by the way. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm just like I'm like Esther, just do the bar minimal mm-hmm. and at least be comfortable, and then just speak. Okay. It's just it's hard for me because. Like, you know, holding the phone and stuff and recording. I, Sometimes I think I'm like, Oyster, what's that on your nose? And then I'm like. I got you. You just got to let it roll sometime. Yeah. So I'm, I'm getting to that point, though. I, I purchased a camera. I'm going to do a stand. So organization awareness. Keyword. It's, keyword is awareness. Definitely. We want to get to finance where I can support people financially. Like, although I don't um, necessarily 100% believe that the pills, you know, are the best option. At the same time, it helps you to manage life. Uh-huh. So I will never take that away. I feel like that'd be something that I want to support as well. Is there a life expectancy? No. When it comes to lupus? Okay. Okay. All right. Now let's get let's get with some um, other topics that has nothing to do with lupus. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Oh, don't forget to go follow Channel My Lupus. Oh, yeah. I was, was going to get... But go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Spill it. Spill it. Oh, well, I'm just letting you guys know. I was going to spill it now. It is... Okay. Like, just in case you forget. Uh-huh. Um, just want to go ahead and run it over. Uh-huh. Um, don't forget to go like Channel My Lupus. Again, it's to spread awareness. You might see my face a whole lot more, mm-hmm. and it's more just because people are not comfortable with sharing those parts of their lives. Mm-hmm. So, it's not that I, you know, want to me to be just a light, mm-hmm. but... You know, that's what it is. Channel my lupus on social media. Yes, you on social media. That whole part. Okay, sorry, I'm not great at this, but let's go. I'm gonna make sure I say it. Channel my lupus on Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook Twitter, and YouTube. All right, spell it for the people that can't spell. Channel C H A N N E L M Y M Y L U P U S lupus. You'll be surprised. Really? I mean, I'm one of those people that can't spell, but. I've seen people that's worse than me, and I'm like, oh, I thought I was bad, but thank you for t- well, <laughs> showing me that. Well, we got it clear now. Yeah, we got it clear. All right, um, something going on co- currently that I'm not gonna dive too much into it, but I'm Mary. This is Marion's topic. At you guys, this is a, this isn't me, but I'm sure R. Kelly has something to do with this. Oh question. Jesus! Listen, I, we're not gonna sit here and talk about R. Kelly because at the end of the day, like I don't only because I see people go. I'm on Twitter. Okay. A lot. So I, I mean, often. So I see people on there, you know, going back and forth with, you know, to R. Kelly, and then they start bringing other people in situations, and oh, this person should be canceled, and this and that. And I'm like, first of all, R. Kelly's been doing this for God knows how long now, and people are talking about. I get because the TV show has brought awareness, more awareness to it, and even for the younger people that didn't know shit, it's it's definitely a crowd that didn't know nothing that knows everything now, or a lot of it now. It's just like. We know this nigga should have been in jail like 15 years ago. Like, I, there's nothing for me to add on to it is basically what I'm saying. Yeah. But she did ask. It's funny she's asking this because this is Marianne that likes older men. Like, she's 20s. She's in her 20s now. She's dated men 50 plus. E. Yes. Sugar daddy. Okay, but um, she's asking um, dating older men 10 years and above. What's um, your take on that? To be completely honest, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I don't feel no real, real type of way because in high school, you know, I was dating people way older I than me. The, and know, But I didn't feel, oh, I don't know. I feel like this might come off the wrong way, but it hopefully will, not. But it's okay. Okay. I, I don't feel like no I was a here. victim in it because that was something I wanted to do. And even though I may have not been aware of all the consequences that came with in it. In the mind control. There is my, a lot of mind control in that. 
yes, yes, I, I will agree that there's a lot of mind control in it, but I feel like it's a situation I added myself to, so it doesn't really make me feel like that I person always, was to blame. Okay, okay, because I always, um, even when I was in high school, I remember when I was in high school, um, I went to my first college party. I'm from Miami, for some of you guys that may not know. So I went to a Barry University. There's a Barry party that happens. Barry's a private white, majority white university. Barry is a majority white university. So I went to my first toga party mm-hmm. at like 17. And I'm seeing hoes everywhere, half naked. I'm like, you mean to tell me you grown men are missing out on this? But you grown men out here trying to pick up high school girls after school because y'all got a car and y'all, we know, you know, you know, if you're in high school, majority of us don't have a car. And it just blows me. And then later, as older as I, when I got older, like I'm like 20, 21, I'm like, yo, these men like high school kids just because they have somebody they can control. They have somebody because they know, okay, at during this time, they know they're in school. Or they know they're going to go pick them up at this time. Like they're in control of that person for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of it has to do with my control. But at the same time, Women love older men. There's a lot of women that like older men. So I'm trying to get, I don't know how to word it. It's like, how much of that also falls on the women? Let's say, for, for example, I'm not using R. Kelly as an example. Just men, because I'm seeing, I'm seeing conversations on social media about people, the age difference of people dating or being together, having kids. I'm like, yo, how much a person that's 25 dating somebody who's 18 or 17? Like, First of all... I look at it as like 18 is what America puts as in you're considered an adult. Yeah. Let's make it clear. In other countries, 18 is not the consensus age. Yeah. Let's make that clear for the majority of like other countries, at least from what I know. So if you're 20, how much of a difference does it make if you're 25 dating somebody who's 18 versus if you're 40 dating somebody who's 30? Because that's kind of the same thing, except you're just a little older in the, in the age bracket. I guess I... I like my parents are ten years apart. Okay. Ten solid years apart. Yeah. That right. Means, yeah. You're, yeah. Like, but they love each other. Uh-huh. Is it like some women like to be controlled? And that's not to say that it's okay that a man controls you, but at some point you kind of figure out like, hey, is this something I like or is this something I don't like? Is that's this something I want to continue? Mm-hmm. I just feel like at the end of the day, even if they're like kids or women that are really young dating older. Um, men. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! I, I try to be careful what I say. <laughs> um, I got you. I just kind of feel like some women don't have that part in their life. Like some people are missing, like that father, father figure. figure. So yeah. you you kind of take that relationship as that void that's in your life. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that that makes that man a bad person it's just i feel like there is laws for a reason uh-huh. like you know if he gets caught up and let's say she's young and he's she's not of age and he you know is way older mm-hmm. and he gets locked up for it he knew what it was you know he knew that there was a law out there that was like hey if you date somebody under the age of 18 you are going to jail okay i feel like at the end of the day you know what what consequences you were going to have but at the same time, I just don't feel, I don't know, that negative towards a older man dating mm-hmm. a younger woman. Yeah, okay. Like the age the age thing. Okay. The age gap. Because I'm seeing people saying, oh, you niggas that's 27 dating somebody who's 18. Yeah, I ain't no different from R. Kelly. But I'm like, when you think about it, those same person talking about it online, 
ask them how old was the age gap with their parents. I promise yeah. you, most of the time it's at least ten years. So I'm like, you know, what are we? Where, where are we getting at? It's a. I always look at it as like, first of all, I'm not. I think it's more of um. My take on it is like, be careful because there's also a, a Pandora's box mm-hmm. of like. It's just like I look at this. <laughs> I'm scared. There's, Go ahead. Yeah, there's, there's another way of like equality is the same way. I'm like, yo, be careful wanting equality because there's a Pandora's box. As in like the more equality you want, the more there's going to be a lot of bitch men. As in like, you know, some women like their man to be a man, air quote. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of men that's just, even though women tell me all the time, there's men right here, right now, just sitting here waiting for women to take care of them. But there's going to be a lot more of that. There's going to be a lot less chivalry. There's going to be a lot less... Be careful when you ask or when you want more of this because you got to take the good with the bad, basically. Yeah. So that's how I view that. It's like, yo, okay, be careful with this. Okay, you niggas that's 10 years apart dating somebody. But yeah, but your mom is 50, your dad is 60. What do you, how do you view them? I love them. But, okay. All right, I'm a... Um, but they work, so I just feel like people love to point the finger at situations mm-hmm. and they without like knowing to, the details. Yeah, because sometimes it benefits someone. Sometimes people who are younger are more educated mm-hmm. or more mature mentally. I, my my key my my thing with that is I also view it as okay, people that's um, women mature faster than men. So mm-hmm. a woman at thirty is like a man at like thirty five or forty. Mentally, even though the age of that difference, but mentally. So I understand that'd be my other point of view when it comes to women, like in other men. Because I've come to realize, yes, we do mature, <laughs> slow, You're very slower. Slow. Very. Whoa, relax. Okay, sorry, my bad. Relax. You're going very. a little too deep with the very slow. All right. So now we're going to do, um, this is our segment where we do um, Ask Zofie segment where we ask listeners, what do you want to ask and you want us to answer on a podcast? So we're going to run through them i'm gonna try to run through them as quickly as i can here um where am i at bear with me here listeners <laughs> this is a wild question this is a fry ask this this is a nurse asking this this is uh coming from lordy one of our listeners she asked why do men get nurses and don't want to work anymore I'm assuming this is a very personal question. Oh, uh, yeah. It got to be personal. It sounds hurt. Because it's like, you know, men, you know, especially <laughs> men love CNAs. Is it CNA? Is that the term? Is that the nurse term? I love a CNA. CNA. Yeah. What you say? I said I love a CNA. You love a CNA too? <laughs> sure. So you, you want to the question. For the you want to know. For like, culture. why do y'all love medical women that works in the medical field to just not work? Because I do understand, like, nurses don't be having time. But nurses be freaks. Not probably the main... F- my bad. You you not you wasn't going to school to be a nurse or nothing, right? <laughs> At some point in life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Why do men do that? That's what she want to know. My question to that answer is my answer to that question is um. I don't know. I put a lot of blame on the women. You're in control. It, once I think that the real power of women is once they realize what they're full power is yeah worth value yeah when you realize yo women really could run you know i'm not trying to down us men but it's just let's be keep it real women would definitely sway us everything that happened in the history of mankind women has some type of effect on it big facts 
war, divorce, what, what name it? Life, what? death, sin, Adam and Eve, all that. I mean, if it depends on what you believe in, like all that, woman has a lot to go with it. So that's just my take on it. How about you, man? Basically, I blame the woman. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, I'm making it clear. I'm blaming the woman in this scenario. Just to be clear. I'm not blaming the woman. Um, I think that um, a lot of nurses are, once they become a nurse, they kind of understand where they stand, how they stand, the value of their, you know, complete life. But at the same time, it's like you get into a place in life. Like at first, you're just probably like, you know, trying things out. And then you know what you like and you know what you want and you know how you want it and when you want it. And so I feel like that demeanor brings a man like there. Okay. No. Yes. That's your take. I'm that not. Is. I'm not rolling, but okay. All right. Next question is from um, Shade. Shout out to you. She said, "Let's say you save a guy or a girl number as free food, oh, and you and you text them to meet to meet somewhere. And when you get there, there's they say, Jesus, her writing's terrible. They say they didn't get the certain text." Do you like automatically change it before you let that person see the text? Basically, she's saying she was about to show the person the text message, but she has it saved under like free food. Um, I would change it. What would you do? You like change it real quick? Yeah. Before you show that person? Oh yeah. Or you're not. What if they're like, yo, what's taking so long? What's taking so long for you to show me what you're doing? So you'll change it and then change it right back to free food? Yeah. (laughs) Do you do that? Do you do that? Do you have? Do you have those free food? I'm you not going to answer your spot. the You don't want to blow your spot. I got you. I got you. Don't blow your spot. My bad. I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm well, you. now I've already blown it. Yeah, you blown it. But it's cool. I like to, you know, I like to stay face as much as I can. You blew your spot. I mean, I would never write free food. I'm going to write a hamburger, maybe right next to the name. So you'll put like a burger emoji? Wow. Chicken. You know, you know, some people, some men, I guess you guys have like this idea in your mind that you don't want to spend a certain amount on women. So you'll be like, um, I'm only going to eat fast food with this girl. Like, you know, oh, oh does she want to go to McDonald's or Burger King? And then, but they don't want to take you to like a restaurant. But then you have men that really want you to go to a restaurant with them. So, you know, you got to put like. Scale. It's a scale. It's, it's a level. It's a level. Yes. Okay, good, 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 good. It's good to know if somebody, I don't think some people put me in um f- food category. Mm-hmm. But if they do, I'm sure they don't put me in the fast food category. Because if you eat fast food, I can't fuck with you. <laughs> Because automatically, if you eat too much fast food, I automatically think your vagina doesn't smell or taste high. Wow. That is my logic in my Second experience. Logic. Yeah. There's nobody I knew that oh, that likes eating fast food that like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Right? Well, I like eating fast food and my vagina smells All the great. time? Not all the time. That, I'm, that, that, I'm a modern Haitian girl, so I like banana and vian, but... That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that but eating fast I like food once fast in a while. Period. But if you are eating so fast food, so my JJ does not smell. I just said, man. It that's my logic, and I'm sticking great. to it. I'm not saying you're JJ stink. All I'm saying is that if you are eating fast food too much during the week, <laughs> go ahead. You look, JJ look like he got a comment. You got a comment? I don't got nothing to say. I'm just letting you dig yourself. In the dig hole. myself. Yeah, I dig myself. First of all, like yo, I don't deal with. I don't deal with women that eat too much fast food. That's just me. Me either, but I don't say it out loud. Like you gotta say it. You gotta say it. You gotta. This is your. This is my way of vetting out people. Live your life. Live your truth. I'm vetting out. I vet out early. Like yeah, don't. I'm cool. It's not like I'm not saying here like I'm the most you know unfast food eating nigga in the world because I eat it sometimes too. But there's balance. No, no, that's what I just heard. No, that's what you just said. It's cool if that's what you heard. But what I'm telling you is that I have a balance in life. There's certain shit I do. 
certain shit I don't yeah. do, I try to have a balance. Like I'm not eating that shit every week. No greasy dick over here. What? I said no greasy dick over here. Nah, at all. I, I, I honestly don't. <laughs> eat, I honestly don't eat fried food. I don't eat fried chicken. I'm not. I'm one of the few black people that don't eat fried chicken. That's just me. Was that somebody knocking? Yes, I heard like fingertips. It's fine. Okay. All right. Um. Let's see here. Where we at? I think we're gonna. Um. I'll save this question. I'll save this question for next time because I don't wanna. This is like a way off topic. When I be asking niggas to send questions, niggas be sending the wildest questions, and I be like, "Yo, really?" But hold on, I'm really. The reason why it's taking a minute because I'm really going through a question because you know when you put the little question thing on IG, mm-hmm. and then people start asking. Okay, this person. This person said, um, "Is texting someone inappropriate messages cheating?" Yes. Off rip. Off rip, because that's emotional. That's it. Off rip. That's you coming back though. Yes. Okay. That's emotional. emotional. I feel like any man that engages in an emotional relationship with another woman mm-hmm. is cheating. And vice versa. Yes. Okay, because I like to, you know, let's keep it, let's keep it, let's keep it neutral here. Okay, cool. Because if you care too much. She's hurt. You feel like you got to be there. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. That's a problem? Yes, it is. Okay. Unless that's a friend you've already had prior before. Okay. All right. Cool. I understand that. Well, I appreciate it. I think I'm going to leave it here. I'm, I'm going to save the uh, the rest of the questions for next week just because we've been going through a lot of times here. But once again, please let the... Oh, listeners, I think I might add this in the front. I want to mention that... We have a, I don't know how we're going to add it, but I'm going to say it now just to see if we're going to add it. We have a special surprise. We're having a live show. We're having a live podcast show in next month, February. February. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Y'all know English is my second language. But we have a live show February 23rd. I hope you guys could pull up if, you know, people that's in Orlando, not in Orlando, surrounding areas, you know, um... By the time this podcast air, I'm sure we'll have a we'll have a flyer out where um you know we're gonna we're doing a live show for you guys. So I hope you guys will come in. We're gonna have um stay in the planning stage. This is something we've been wanting to do for a while. We figured you know you know let's bring in a year with that, and it was a long time coming. Um, we're gonna have you know raffles. We're gonna talk. You know we're gonna do some shit. So um just come out and show support. To the live show And before we end man One more time Could you tell the listeners Where they can find you Channel my lupus On Instagram mm-hmm. Facebook um, And Twitter As well as YouTube okay. Almost forgot about YouTube Okay So I I didn't blow your spot On this epi- uh, Recording this right I didn't say nothing wild Too wild to blow your spot I mean not really But really Really I mean there's some food people That's not gonna be food people No more but maybe you might get some new food people. Through oh my gosh, time. a blessing! Restaurant know. people, okay, that's what he's promoting. <laughs> <laughs> not fast food. You need a guy that's gonna take you somewhere. I got you. Maybe not take me somewhere because I'm but, always oh, right. yeah. take you to a nice restaurant and, mm-hmm. you know, or go buy it and bring it to me. Oh, okay, yes. got you, got you. Shout out to y'all boys that's doing that. Um, thank you, you guys, for listening. Don't forget, you can find us on um. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. What? Yeah, we on all that. If you could check us out. Oh, also, Marianne is having Marianne and her little friend 
gonna leave it as that is having she's all they're they're doing a YouTube where they're doing YouTube reviews of podcasts, different podcasts. So for you guys listening, you could follow. She's she's over the whole. You okay? I'm fine. Sorry. Okay. I she's, felt like I was sinking. <laughs> she's over the YouTube channel, so just search Zoview on YouTube. So I thought that was an interesting thing. She's doing reviews of different podcasts because we do podcasts. We not just do podcasts. We listen to a lot of different ones. So her and her little friend, I'll leave it as that, is doing a podcast. So yeah, check it out. And don't forget if you listen to us on iTunes, please don't forget to leave us a review. Gladly appreciate it. We see you guys with the review comments. And um, you know, please share with your friends, family, side chick, side dude. Gladly appreciate that too. And I like how which I, I appreciate the support. And um till next time. Peace. Bye.